Coming today on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. This thing that they have inside of them, it's a black hole. It can never be filled. They want you to fill it, and you might want to fill it too. I mean, so they they attach themselves to you because they think that you have this value. So the big questions are these. How can we navigate and negotiate every situation in our lives, in our career, in our businesses, in our relationships, and even with ourselves for our own self-worth? In other words, what if you could win every time and have no losers? Let's face it, we're not negotiating just to buy a car or for a pay raise. We are negotiating for living in every aspect of our lives. How can we do that powerfully, successfully, and victoriously? Those are the questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rebecca Zong, and welcome to the time where you negotiate your best life. Welcome to another episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zong, and today I'm going to be tackling how narcissists see you as public enemy number one. You definitely know that they do, but I'm going to be talking about the different ways that they do so that you'll be able to spot them a mile away and be able to tackle them ahead of time and be ahead of it ahead of time. How do narcissists see you as public enemy number one? Well, first of all, I think it's important that you understand the psyche of narcissists. I think it's it's important why they've come to this conclusion in the first place. There's a thing that's going on inside of them, okay? There's, I think it's important that you understand what a narcissist is in order to understand how they sort of have come to this conclusion. And then I'm gonna go into the five ways that narcissists see you as public enemy number one. And then I'm gonna go into how you can combat this and how you can spot them a mile away and really shift the dynamic and really become the most powerful one against them so that really you can stay two steps ahead of them, especially when you're communicating with them, when you're negotiating with them, because that's really the most important part of this, right? That's why you're watching this. Okay, so what a narcissist is, is a person who is really... the most insecure person on the planet. It is a continuum. It is a spectrum. And this is a person who was created, you know, sometime during their childhood. It's, It's definitely nurture. It's not nature. They weren't born that way. It's not genetic. This is a person who sometime during their childhood was exposed to some sort of a trauma or maybe it was neglect, or I've actually even heard that it's overindulgence too, you know? At some point, they came to this conclusion that they had to survive, that they they didn't get enough love. They weren't feeling like they were their needs were met. And so they felt like in order to survive, they had to figure out a way to get their needs met from external sources. So 
they go around trying to get their needs met from people, but they feel like they have to use people and manipulate people and manipulate their environment through lying and cheating and using people and controlling people or layering on prestigious jobs or careers or having money or power or things like that in order to have this sense of value. They never actually get it. They never actually are satiated. They never get enough. This this thing that they have inside of them, it's a black hole. It can never be filled. They want you to fill it and you might want to fill it too. I mean, so they, they attach themselves to you because they think that you have this value. And so here you come along and you are probably an empath. And so, you, you know, you think that you can fill this hole for them and they think that you can fill it too for a while. And so you're over there trying to fill this hole and they're trying to get you to fill it. And so you're left feeling totally and utterly depleted and they're still feeling empty. And, you know, it's this one-way spigot that's going into them and it's never getting filled. And so you're just feeling completely drained and they're still empty. They're still starving and they're like gasping for breath and desperate for air. But the problem is that they see things in black and white. So number one, the number one way that they see you as public enemy number one is that they see things in black and white. And so you're either for them or against them. So if you're not for them, then you're going to be against them. So what happens is now... This is something else that I need to explain here is that there is the way that their narcissist relationships work is they have these three phases, which is the love bombing and then the devaluing and then the discard. Now, they do go back and forth between these phases, the love bombing and the devaluing, the discard, but they go back and forth they start off with a love bombing and then they go into the, dis, the the devaluing and then back to love bombing and then devaluing the discard. You know, I mean, it's it's back and forth between these phases all the time. But, and that's part of the whole toxic stew that drives you absolutely insane. And that's part of the destabilization that happens and the the what happens to your brain where you just can't think straight and this confusion. And, you know, that's part of the trauma bonding that, that takes place. Now, even though they treat you so poorly during the relationship, they still expect 100% loyalty. You're supposed to be for anybody that they're for and against anybody that they're against and you're supposed to be 100% lined up with them. 
But if you, if they figure out during that discard phase that you are no longer for them, then you are against them at that point. So if you're against them and that they realize discard phase is on, now whether they're doing the discarding or you're doing the discarding, then that's it. Game on. I mean, they may try to, if they realize, okay, that the relationship is over. And, and by the way, I have a, a video all on this, you know, what happens when you reject a narcissist or go no contact. So you might want to check that out. But if they realize that the relationship is over and you're no longer for them and you're definitely against them, then you become public enemy number one. So I definitely, you know, if you're, if, if, if this is a romantic relationship where you're, you've been married to a narcissist, I was in a business relationship with a narcissist and here I thought I was going to, you know, have this amicable breakup I do have a whole video on I was dead wrong. You might want to check that out too. Because I thought, you know, we were going to be able to have this whole like nice amicable, uh, you know, nice goodbye. No, didn't happen. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. That's why they see you as public enemy number one, because it's called splitting, you know, like they have to see things in black and white, but they could be, you know, part of it is they have to take you down before you can take them down. They want to make sure they are controlling the narrative. They want to make sure that they're telling everybody that they didn't want you anyway and blah, blah, blah. You know, all of these things, right? And you're taking away their source of supply and all of that, okay? So game on. Even if they say, oh, they want it to be amicable and, oh, let's just go to a mediator and all that. It's all a big, big lie. Do not believe it. And then you're going to be way behind because they've already figured out what they're going to do to take you down and you, you're way behind, okay? So don't believe it. That's just a, a big lie, All right? So that's number one. Coming up, more on Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung. They don't want you to be able to take them down. So they want to make sure that they come out swinging. They want to make sure that they smear you. So this is why in the discard phase, you start to see the birth of that smear campaign. Back to school season is coming up, which can be difficult for those going through a divorce, especially when child safety is a concern. And here at Negotiate Your Best Life, my mission is definitely one to help divorce couples prepare, especially when narcissists are involved. And as you all know, I've partnered with Soberlink for a long time. And Soberlink is a system which helps with alcohol monitoring. It includes a breathalyzer device with facial recognition. It allows you to receive real-time updates and help co-parent so that 
you know, monitoring can be involved anytime, anywhere, swift intervention to improve child safety. And they're offering free packets right now. Go grab them. They've got checklists, communication tips, and more. Get your free packet right now. Soberlink.com forward slash negotiate. Are you struggling with how to negotiate and win? Maybe you're dealing with a personality that's particularly challenging, like a narcissist or other high-conflict personality, and you're feeling powerless. Make sure to download my free Win My Negotiation cheat sheet at www.winmynegotiation.com. Take a listen to our archive, where you can listen to more episodes that show you the path to how to negotiate your best life. Let's face it. I mean, unless it's your second rodeo, you don't know anything about divorce, right? You don't know where to go, what to do, what the process is. There's a legal process, and and that's scary in itself. And now we return to today's show. Number two is ways that they see you as public enemy number one is you know weaknesses about them at this point now. So you could expose their mask. So that's another reason that they see you as public enemy number one. You know, they don't want you to be able to take them down. So they want to make sure that they come out swinging. They want to make sure that they smear you So this is why in the discard phase, you start to see the birth of that smear campaign. And by the way, they start planting those seeds long before you realize what's been going on. I mean, they they will have, especially the really good ones, especially some of those covert, covert narcissists, they are very, very, very cunning about how they've been doing it. You know, they'll say things like, They'll, they'll couch it in terms of care. You know, I'm so concerned about how much she was drinking at the party last night. I'm just really concerned for her mental health. You know, she's been depressed. And I, I think that maybe, you know, she's drinking too much. And and they'll say that, you know, six months before the marriage is over, something like that. And then after the divorce, they can say, oh, I told you, you know, she was an alcoholic. I told you that, you know, and, and you're not even, you don't even have an issue with alcohol, but they will have started planting those seeds long before. Or, you know, sometimes they'll even say things that are way worse than that. But that's what they'll start to do, you know, you know, or maybe they'll even say things that are, you know, he pushed me or and therefore he's a batterer and I'm abused, things like that, you know, or they stole money from the business, you know, whatever they want to say. But that's what they'll do. Okay, they start to plant those seeds and you'll see the birth of the smear campaign. And I do have a whole video, by the way, on how to shut down the narcissist smear campaign. You might want to check that out. Okay. Number three is that you 
were a, suppl- a supply source. And that's another reason they, they see you as public enemy number one in this discard phase. So they don't want to see their supply source walking out the door. And so what happens is, by the way, if you were a grade A supply source where you were providing prestige to them or you were providing a level of making them look good in some way or maybe you were providing money or services or something that was better than what they're getting now, then they will want to continue to get a a supply source from you and they'll continue to get it from you in the form of what I call coal level supply, which will be jerking you around, intimidating you, manipulating you, seeing you squirm. They will enjoy that. So that's why you can't get your case settled. That's why you can't get this thing done. That's why they won't let you go. That's why they won't ever be done with this thing. That's why you got to figure out a way to get leverage over that narcissist. And that's what my whole slay methodology is all about, which is strategy, leverage, anticipate and focus on you. I mean, you can start with getting my free crush my negotiation prep worksheet, by the way, at winmynegotiation.com. That's a great place to get started. If you haven't done that, definitely do that. But, you know, uh, that's, you know, one of the things that they will do. So, you know, if you were a supply source, and they, they just don't want to see that being given up. And so, you know, that's another reason they see you as public enemy number one. And they, they just, they don't want to see that supply source going out the door. Okay. Number four, Number four reason and way that they see you as public enemy number one is they're very easily slighted. They are triggered because of that narcissistic injury. So, you know, they have this injury because of their very fragile ego, that fragile false self that's inside of them, that, you know, in inside is that emptiness that I talked about earlier. And when that gets hurt, when that gets triggered, then they are prone to narcissistic rage. And when that happens, when they get slighted that way, then that rage comes flying out. And when that happens, you you become that public enemy number one because and 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 it can be triggered by a number of different things. It can be triggered by, you know, them thinking that you're making them look bad by them thinking that you're exposing them in some way, by them thinking that you're embarrassing them. You know, it can be even something small. You know, I always say that 
you know, just even using a, a, what they perceive to be a sarcastic tone. I always joke that narcissists hear tones like dogs hear whistles. Like there, there is not even a tone. Like you just said something and, you know, they said, oh, you know, you used a tone. You didn't even use a tone, but they said you used a tone. I mean, but they do. And so that narcissistic rage will come flying out and you'll, you know, hell hath no fury, like a narcissist triggered, right? And there you are. They're very, very easily slighted. And there you are as public enemy number one. So, you know, one of the ways that you can combat that is doing something that I call narcissistic fluffing, where you are fluffing up their ego, like you fluff up a narcissist pillow and, you know, give them a little of that adulation to get a little something back that you want. You know, I call it fluff for favor, vomit later, right? You know, so give a little something that you, that, you know, that they want and you get a little something back that you want, right? And, you know, use it very sparingly and strategically <laughs> and only do it when you want something in return. But, you know, do what, you know, give them a little of that diamond level supply if you want to get something in return because they are very easily slighted and they will see you as public enemy number one if, uh, if especially during that discard phase, okay? And by the way, you got this. You can definitely do this. You got to do this strategically, right? That's all part of the strategy in the S in slay. And just put, I got this in the comments because you do, all right? And by the way, if you do need extra support and you don't have a place to get it, you need therapy, I do have a partnership with betterhelp.com, which is an online therapy service. Uh, they do support me. They do have a sponsorship with me and they do pay us a sponsorship. It doesn't cost you any extra if you decide to work with them and we only work with services that we trust. And so if you want that extra help and you don't have another place to get it, please go to betterhelp.com forward slash Rebecca Zung and get the help and support that you need because we want you to make sure that you have access to help and support that you need, okay? All right, now the last way that narcissists see you as public enemy number one is they know that you're the stronger one and they hate that. They know that you are and they actually are way more afraid of you than you are of them. They really are. That's the secret. That's the paradox. They really don't want you to know that, but it is the truth. They are way more afraid of you than you are of them. So that's what I really want you to know. And that's what I want you to keep in mind, okay? So make sure that you do know that. Make sure that you keep that in mind and make sure that you take care of yourself as you go forward with this thing, okay? 
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. If you haven't joined my free private Facebook group, you are definitely welcome to do that. Narcissist Negotiators with Rebecca Zung on Facebook. And if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you do that. It is youtube.com forward slash Rebecca Zung ESQ. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, make sure you do that as well. Subscribe, rate, and write us a review. We would love that as well. And thank you all so much for joining me on this episode. And remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will see all of you guys or here. I will be back with all of you guys again next week for another episode. Nama slay. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. I'm Rebecca Zung. Tune in next week for another edition of Negotiate Your Best Life. Remember, if you want more ways to slay and you want more ways to be supported, you can always join my membership at joinslay.com forward slash slay. You can always subscribe to my YouTube channel and you can always grab my free Crush My Negotiation prep worksheet at winmynegotiation.com. Remember that today is a great day to start negotiating your best life. And I will definitely catch you in the next episode of Negotiate Your Best Life. Thanks so much for listening. 